Ladies and gentlemen of the listening audience, we here at the bottom shelf generally try to have some sort of a skit formed at the beginning of each episode to reflect somewhat on the movie that we are discussing for each episode. Given the dialogue in the next movie, this is the best that we could come up with. And now on with the show. Prepare yourself to discover a world of terrible movies. High above the planet Geekery, a group of intrepid explorers hover over the dangerous planet in their fabulous super-orbital spacecraft. Their mission? To conduct a complete analysis of movies known throughout the universe as Terrible. So grab your space popcorn, grab your freeze-dried ice cream, and join us for today's mission of Discovery and Wanda. Are these movies better than the galaxy thinks? Or do they really belong on the bottom shelf? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another awesome edition of The Bottom Shelf, uh, the show where we watch terrible movies and let you know what we think about them. Uh, We are a division of the Geek Devotions Podcast Network, the network that is devoted to letting you know that you are loved, you are cared for, and there is a plan for you. So without for any further hesitation, my name is John Haru. With me for this episode, we have Dallas, Dallas Mora. Hey, what's going on? Excited to be with you guys today. Excited to have you, Dallas. We also have Kevin Joshua Burnham, otherwise known as the Dapper Man, my adoptive little brother, and quite possibly the sexiest man alive. How you doing, da- How you doing, Kevin? Um, wait, how come you almost said someone else's name? Then you said, oh, wait, hey, like da- Kevin, yeah. He right, almost said Kevin. Dapper. I think it was just calling you Dapper. Yeah, he was about to say okay. Dapper. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing well. John, how are you? Was that a, did you just make a comment on my last name, Kevin? <laughs> yes, why, why do you, yes, why do you, I why do you, why do you insist on hurting me when I show you nothing but love? I haven't received any of your love. We're asking the same Kevin. thing about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> wait what we already know what movie we're going to watch wow that was uh, uh we also have a branson boykin hey guys how's it going and then returning again for another episode we have mike from the boomstick video club hey everybody i'm good thanks for having me thanks for being here it is good for us to have you that got <laughs> awkward <laughs> The are talking you sure machine good, is not Mike? working. Mike, are, are you sure you're good, Mike? You really want to be here, Mike? Blink twice if you feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> I do. This is fun. I'm having a good time. All right. Well, let's go ahead and find out what is on the docket for us this time. Kevin, what is going on? You didn't tell us what we were walking into this week last time we met together. So Yeah, I had a reason. What are we watching, reason. Kevin? Well, since we all seem to enjoy the last movie so much, I figured we just 
carry on the tradition and just watch part two. Of- Kevin, why do you show me hate when I show you nothing but love? How am I showing you hate? I'm telling you what we were watching. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <sighs> this is what we're going to do. We're going to continue <laughs> this, okay? Because I, I don't know if you knew this, but every Mortal Kombat movie is actually in the dumpster. I feel like that one guy in a clockwork orange when it comes to these movies i'm being i just have my eyes pried open with fish hooks oh, yeah and just is all that right you just keep putting all the milk in the refrigerators <laughs> you stay you stay out of my maloco <laughs> uh, okay all right so with that said uh kevin why don't you give us some info on the movie and then we'll dive into what our expectations are Sure. Uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. It is rated PG-13. It's shorter than the last movie, and it has a whole bunch of random actors and actresses and some random directors. Any returning? There is one. One returning actor. So they have a whole bunch of new characters then, other than the one? In fact, I'm not even going to tell you what the actor's name is. I just want, when we watch this, let's see the one person that actually does return. Because for some reason, I don't know what happened. Maybe, Maybe because... The movie left off on that cliffhanger point where it was like, all right, let's get to the next scene. And apparently it changes. Apparently. Okay. You would read the back of this VHS first before we go on. Do or tour, manure or chewer. Okay. I think that means VHS, yes. Yeah. I, 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 I get it. Big John's home. You're twisted. In the back of this VHS, it says, and defiance of the elder lords, the evil outwardly wardler. What? Outwardler. What kind of word is that? are back to wreck hell on earth led by the mighty Shao Kahn. Their gruesome goal is humanity's complete and utter extinction. Earth's last and only hope is the mighty martial artist Lil Kang and his ferocious fighting friend. They're all that stand between life and annihilation. It's even bigger and better than the original with a nonstop barrage of all new spectacular fight sequences and special effects. Mortal Kombat is sure to appeal to the legions of fans everywhere. Wow. I, lo- I want to say Bigger that I love how you, I love how you say annihilation, Kevin. That's annihilation. I, I, I don't know how to say the bloody word. Okay. <laughs> I love you. Bro. Who's, who says that word? Anybody. I'm, I can't think of a single soul that says that word. Annihilation. The guys that made the sequel to Mortal Kombat say that word. Or the people who made the movie annihilation two years ago. You know, it was oh, yeah, a sci-fi one. film. It's a really stupid title. Yeah. I, I will say that. Yeah. But it was the 90s. Everything was just like title, colon, subtitle. (laughs) Brought to you by Extreme. (laughs) Mountain Dew. (laughs) Extreme, man. So extreme. Take it to the max, brah. Soundtrack by Hoobastank. This was the 90s. It might have actually been Surge instead of Mountain Dew. (laughs) There you go. These are the facts. Bro, I I can murder a case of Surge. Yeah, same Oh, yeah. That was my How about some Doritos 3Ds? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's 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 talk about uh, let's talk about expectations before we before we watch the movie for this review. Uh, Mike, you're shaking your head. Let's let's talk about your expectations. Oh man, uh, just I was dreading watching this again. Um, I saw it. I didn't see this one in theaters, but I, I was excited to see it because uh, as far as the video games go, one, two, and three had come out. So I was expecting 
you know, you know, a lot more characters, which there were, there were a lot more characters, but I just remember, I remember being so, so let down by this movie at even back then, even back then when I was young and stupid, I even like, even because, you know, when you're, when you're a kid, everything you, you walk out of things like thinking that they're much better than they actually are. But even back then I hated it and I was just dreading watching this again. So thanks. Thanks for that guys. Yeah. I'm glad we could deliver, uh, <laughs> Uh, on your childhood memories. Uh, I gave you the opportunity to let us know you feel unsafe. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas, being as you decided now. to speak up, what are your <laughs> expectations for this, uh, for my, this film? My expectations, I, I wish to echo the thoughts of our community uh, that have sent us some communications. Uh, one person said, destroy all expectations, which is on the front of that VHS Kevin's holding, was a warning, not a tagline. Yeah. <laughs> um and then another person <laughs> wrote in, "Why are you doing this to yourself? Do something better with your life, like wash your car in the rain." Um, <laughs> um uh, this is basically how I feel about this movie going in. I, I I remember watching this years ago, uh when it first came on VHS, excited to get it. I remember driving 30 minutes to the VHS store and, and picking it up and coming home and making a big old batch of popcorn and going, you know, uh, let's watch this movie. And then by the end of it, I was like, I want to watch steel instead. <laughs> wow. <dude. laughs> wow. <laughs> Have you guys talked about that before? No, uh, no. <laughs> Kevin, oh, Kevin doesn't tell man. us what's in the dumpster. Uh, oh, man. No, because then we wouldn't why. show up for the show. I got you. Uh, so, but I got you. uh but yeah so that literally my thought after watching this movie was i'd rather watch steel so um that's my expectation going into it today i'm wishing that kevin pulled steel out of the dumpster no well, speaking of kevin kevin what is your expectations for this film i don't expect anything because i've like i said this is my first time ever seeing this movie uh, oh wow yeah and the case always told I'm me so to destroy sorry. all expectations. So why even have expectations to watch this film? Fair enough. You know, and that I, I, I applaud that approach to this, Kevin. That was how you convinced me to walk into Battlefield Earth when we did that. And I had a better time with it than most people because I destroyed all expectations and walked in a, cl a clean slate. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I applaud that approach. And that's why I have it firmly planted on my middle shelf. <laughs> um, yeah. Middle shelf with my middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, all right, Branson, what, what are your expectations for this movie? Uh, so I saw this on VHS, uh, again, video store rental, just like with the first Mortal Kombat. Uh, I was staying the night with some friends and his dad let us all pick out one movie. And this is the movie I picked out. I thought, hey, maybe they learned from their mistakes on the first one and made a better film. Yeah. I very good. quickly found I very quickly found out they did not. In fact, they they doubled down on the mistakes that they made. <laughs> I, I do not I do not have fond memories of this movie. I don't I don't think I even I'm pretty sure I fell asleep in the middle of it the first time I saw it. Uh, so I I'm not walking into this with high hopes. All right. Well, as far as my expectations, um, I like everybody else here apparently, uh, have seen this movie. I didn't watch it until 
um, about eight years after it came out on VHS. And um, I apparently liked it so much that I forgot everything about it. So I'm, (laughs) yeah, I'm walking in blank. So I'm with Kevin. I'm a blank slate on this. I'm going to try to look for reasons to like this movie. So uh, does anybody have anything else they want to add before we dive in on the movie? My insurance isn't paying for your, uh, your mental health issues later after they've watching this today. Oh, bro. My insurance barely pays for the ones I already have. So, okay, good. All right, let's go. But for some reason, I'm just thinking of the music song. It's raining men. I, I don't know why. For some reason, I just figure I say that before watching the movie. Well, it's because Kevin, you are the man that a man wants when a man wants a man. (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay. Yeah. Dear listeners, this is your opportunity to escape. Our crew has just entered into the media projection chamber. What horrors and madness that they consume are unknown. Their mental state upon their return is unknown. You have been warned. It's raining man everywhere. We can't that clear that. That was a fatality. <laughs> I... There was a lot of men in this movie that were just jumping everywhere up in the sky. Maybe that's why that song was going through my head. Ah, okay. Okay. Sure. That makes sense. I so that was um Yeah, I don't know what to say. What I mean what, what do we say about this movie? What do we say about this movie, John? What do we say, John? Tell me! Please tell me. Can we just skip straight to the spoiler part? <laughs> I, I I have some spoiler free stuff I'd like to say. Okay. First off, I appreciate this is a direct sequel. Takes place two minutes after the first movie. Rude. Well done. I, I'm and, glad and, Raiden cleared his throat. I appreciate that too. <laughs> and apparently, when the apparently when the emperor showed up, he cast an evil spell that made everybody change into a different person, except for Liu Kang and yeah. Katana. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I appreciate that they said, "Hey, there's another video game that's come out. Let's use those characters." So that was nice. Yeah. I feel like some of the costumes were a little bit more co- uh, video game accurate. I appreciated that. And then I appreciated when the credits rolled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, to, I, I, I will say my spoiler free review. I, I'm going to say it in Southern. So Dallas, nice. Kevin, Dallas, Kevin and Branson will understand the severity of what I'm about to say, but. Bless their heart. They tried so hard. <laughs> we may have to bleep yeah. that, actually. Uh, <laughs> that's harsh words you said there, Kevin. Uh, not Kevin. That's some uh, John. language there, so, man. It's harsh words you said there, John. I'm not sure where that's uh, approved. Um, I don't I don't think they try. We might not be anything. able to call our show family friendly if we leave that in there. <laughs> what was the good show? about the first Mortal Kombat? Let's make it even worse. it's like it's like the director it's like it's like the producers were just like they read the reviews where people are saying okay well they they did this right and they were like we gotta take that out (laughs) (laughs) it's like they said hey we could tell a story or we just throw random cameos of characters that nobody knows what's happening about Mm -hmm. you know and I, i i said this earlier today and i'm gonna say it again if the first movie was fight scene, the movie, if we're going with the nineties trope of just tacking a colon subtitle for the sequel, this movie is going to be fight scene, colon cultural appropriation. 
<laughs> yeah. Because appropriation. That's all this movie was, bro. They yeah. they basically took every culture that somebody was from and they pushed it to the nth degree. Um, Jax is a oh gosh, Jax yes. is a black man that's from the hood. Cool, let's push that to the nth degree. Right. Now he's just like, bro, I'm gonna be big and tough and err. And then I, I don't know. I think that I don't know. I feel like casting was um everywhere with this. There's only one casting member that I appreciated, and that was Lightfoot as night as Nightwolf. Dude. What? Hang on, hang on. We, I can't, I can't, I can't talk to that in the spoiler-free section. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring it up as soon as we get into the spoiler section. <laughs> okay. Once again, Is John it, has it. It's just burning. He's about to explode. I, I'm telling anybody tell- who's curious about the CGI was bad in the last movie. I think this one just one. It was worse. I could, it could prove to it, and it's like, yeah. No, you think that was bad? We can make it worse for you if you wanted to, bro. <laughs> bro, it's like they forgot okay. to render it. Okay, I don't. I don't care if anybody else has anything to say. I'm going to the spoilers. Ladies and gentlemen, the spoiler section. Okay, welcome to the okay. part where this show is now about John and not about anybody else. Go ahead, John. Tell he us has the about soundboard. You. He controls everything. <laughs> Bro, okay. No, it's just you, you You dove into something and I need to talk about it. The part, okay, the CGI, the part where they're invading our world and, this, and the sky is bubbling, the purple and stuff like that, that was straight out of Ghostbusters. Those were special <laughs> effects from 1984. <laughs> Only in the 80s, it looked better. <laughs> it's because they didn't know any better. I would much rather watch want to watch Ghostbusters. Yeah. Facts, yes. bro. Yes, facts. Absolutely. But we don't watch good movies on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Oh my the, gosh. Uh, the ex- Mother, you're alive. <laughs> Too bad. You will die. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Yeah. It's dialogue. like it's like it's so bad. Johnny Cage dies instantly, and it's that pointless. made me so mad. So it makes mad. no sense at all. Yeah, he just stops. Like, mm-hmm. like, did, did the was the actor only contracted for like five minutes of film? Was I, that the it issue? Was like, I, this he, is I, this is my this is my head cannon. This is not my head cannon. This is my theory about what happened. They called the the original guy was going to be there, and then he read the script, and then he's like, uh, no, and yeah. then he didn't tell them, and so they're about to start shooting on day one, and like, where is he? And they're like, oh, he said he quits acting forever. And so they looked at the janitor and the janitor was like, he kind of looks chiseled. Throw him in there. We only need him for five minutes. Yeah. Give him a pay raise of, you know, 25 cents. We'll call it done. You're That's what happened. The same guy? You're probably no. not far off. You thought nope. Johnny Cage was the same guy? For a second. No, that's a different guy altogether. The this guy who plays. All right. Have you guys, all right, Spaceballs. You guys remember the movie, space, the scene of Spaceballs where they think they've caught um, the characters, and then they find out it's the it's the stunt doubles. It's the stunts, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This these are the, yeah. that was the stunt double. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh okay. So he does look kind of like him. <laughs> Branson, not all white people kinda. look alike. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Shut it down. Kevin just won this episode. Good night, everybody. <laughs> hey, play the outro music. <laughs> Oh, this God. was the cheapest excuse for a sequel. Khan has cheated the tournament. That is their, that was their excuse for a sequel. With that two minutes, he's like, "Oh yeah, Khan cheated this, uh, this tournament. Whatever he did, what? I don't, 
Oh. I don't even remember oh. the storyline to this movie. I think like if there was a storyline. Story the first movie didn't have one. This one, it, it's non-existent. This one yeah. had even less. Like it had a yeah. negative storyline. It, it it if you set it on a shelf with other movies, it sucks the storyline out <laughs> of other <laughs> movies. It, no, like nothing. some some people some people say that some people will say that a movie sucks. This one literally sucks. Yes. Like, so it pulls the joy from other movies. For that our listeners, some you may remember our review of uh, Fatal Deviation, and we, we made the joke that like it feels like this was just a bunch of like promotional shots that this dude did to try to get, sell himself. I feel like that's all this movie was, was just a bunch of, watch yeah. us do Kung Fu, and yeah, maybe right. we could sell a movie later. I, I will say that I feel like the guy who did the makeup and prosthetics in this in this movie was the same guy who did the makeup and prosthetics in Battlefield Earth. <laughs> all right so you're relating this to a lot of battlefield earth so are you putting in this on a middle shelf like that's what that? it sounds like to me oh bro yeah. nope. we're we're, we're nope. gonna get into this movie like yeah. this movie was bad and i i am coming out of the gates i told dallas earlier like if we're stepping out of character for a moment i told dallas earlier this very well could be the worst movie i have ever seen in my life okay i can hmm. yeah i can see yeah. that yeah. The question, that gerbil ball roller coaster thing. Oh one of you God. guys want to be on that thing? I mean that that you just ball made thing. me do the worst double take because I thought you were talking about something completely different before I before <laughs> before I caught up with this conversation. <laughs> Much like this movie. <laughs> I mean, that thing was all over the screen, bounced around much more than Lindsay Lohan high on cocaine. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh here, okay. here's. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. They talked, they talked about that thing supposed to be so fast to get from point A from point to point B on earth in matters of seconds. And they showed it on there. I'm like, dude, that's not even breaking 30 miles an hour. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're it's on like, like a moped. <laughs> it's like, if you can't, if you can't make the effects duplicate how you describe it, don't show it. Yeah, Cause people right. are going to notice it's going to stick out. Right. Mm -hmm. So every this whole movie was just everywhere and they kept throwing in characters and if you if you know if you know the franchise you're good to go with it which yeah the first the first movie did that a little bit but it wasn't so freaking much they were yeah. referencing characters who died that you never saw on screen and you're just supposed to know it and then yeah. you, like you had uh you had uh who was it? Melina show up who is like they didn't go into it it was the girl with the pink that how her face was covered was yeah, that her that, name? Like, like I had no clue who that was. Yes, that was supposed to be Katana's cloned twin sister, who She's has got, some like, gnarly razor teeth. Sharp, or, yeah, razor sharp teeth. Yeah, yeah. Can can I just say, okay, medical professional. Okay, that is the worst name for any video game character ever, from a medical professional standpoint. What is Molena? Do you know why? Okay. Why Molena is what? partially digested blood in your stool. Okay. You know, Ooh, she wow. eats people's heads off. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think that's actually one of her on. finishing moves. Well, she bit somebody's head. Yep. She lives and breathes on the keto diet. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> what was ladies and gentlemen, Kevin is in rare form today. <laughs> what was the tattoo thing on their on their shoulders every time a character got killed? Or, that was supposed like to be a temporary pass. To be able to travel through dimensions, I'm like, 
home dude was passing out temporary tattoos at a rave, and that's how you got from place to place. <laughs> Turned out they were laced with ecstasy. So, <laughs> like, I remember. I remember that, but I don't remember what it was for. The, it, it was, was like a passing line that Raiden says. It, it was. It was. It was. Some. It was. They were tattoos that only people of Raiden's bloodline were supposed to be able to have because they were descendants of the elder gods, and so that allowed them to pass between realms. And the reason why they kept flying off of people is because they, after you defeated that person, those tattoos weren't supposed to be on them in the first place. And that's the reason why the tattoos fled after the fact it's stupid and incoherent. And quite frankly, it's just a MacGuffin. Yeah. Okay. It's the Mortal Kombat tramp stamp. Can we talk about the big Kaiju fight at the end of the movie? Like, like just random, you know what? I feel like watching Godzilla now let's have two big (laughs) monsters fight. I will say, I will say that is actually video game accurate. It is. It's really? like, well, Luke, Luke oh. can, can turn into that. I don't remember Dragon. the other guy doing that, but it's possible. But I mean, I feel like the graphics from dragon heart three was better than that. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no. The, the, that, that Kaiju fight, as you put it at the end of this, at the end of this movie, it, it felt like a Ray Harryhausen movie. Like I thought I was watching, you know, destroy all monsters or sin one of the Sinbad movies or whatever, because <laughs> it it literally was a stop action monster fight. Yeah, but CG'd. Yeah, so bad. The technology was not there for that CG. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. But, but maybe but, they should have CGI the suits like they did for Green Lantern. Because, you know, <laughs> there were some nice plastic suits costumes they were wearing. Well, thank you for bringing up the costumes, the the plastic suits, because like you had Cyrax and Smoke who are supposed to be robots. And it's clear that they're wearing like plastic padding it, in, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like you were not selling the fact that these guys were like dangerous robots at all. Actually, if you were paying attention when, uh, when Sonya blade, uh, jumped over Cyrax and mm-hmm. grabs him by his back panel and throws yeah. him forward, you can literally see the moment where the plastic starts to bend yes. as she's flipping over him. <laughs> and I'm like, that's, bad like i i'm not even a professional editor and i can see that that yeah. should not have been seen yeah 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 i think he watched crouching tiger hidden dragons before I made this movie he's like oh everyone jumps around the screen on the strings let's do the same thing here. there was so much needless jumping yeah facts my, and the, go ahead mike oh you're fine i was just gonna say um uh my friend uh he when he first time he saw this he he he's like i was i was stoked that cyrax was in the movie Right, but, and then he said, uh, "You know that fatality he does in Mortal Kombat Three, where he just like all those bombs flow out of him, and like the whole world explodes. They should have done that in the first two seconds of the movie and just just end it right there. <laughs> I would I would have much rather watch that. Yeah, that's fair. But <clears throat> oh, I, I've lost my train of thought now. Can we, can we talk about the, oh. the the beautiful and professional green screening that took place throughout most of the movie? Yeah, if you can tell me where that actually happened. I'm just... <laughs> I've seen better I've seen better green screen effects in music videos from 1984. I'm not going to lie. And Branson, I'm not to put you down, but your green screen that you had going on with OBS earlier was better than this movie. Oh, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I this stuff looks like some screen, old school you, YouTube. Did they even you see the green this? on the people? Did they even film it on location anywhere? Or did it like, was it all in studio with really bad? Studio. I don't know. No location. That's what it looks like. Some of the places felt like they were left over from other movies. It's like we need a reason for them to be in a place that looks like this. Okay. The only good set they had was at the very end of the movie. That was the only good set they had. The rest of it, it was just 
studio they borrowed from other people's properties and because that was the only set they actually made up uh, that was <laughs> well, a good set that, that, that was a good set the dialogue is just atrocious it, <sighs> oh that's another thing it's like they it's like they looked at the guy who played shang Tsung at the at, in the first movie and they're like that's what we need in this movie. <laughs> that's how that's how everybody acted in this movie. Yeah. It was completely overacting. Like, yeah. I don't know if anybody out there has ever seen like a middle school drama production. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that sure, would have yeah. been better than what I saw in uh, this movie. Sure. Oh, there, there was one point where there was some underacting where there was not like like it was like, okay they're underselling this when Luke King and Katana randomly decided they had a thing for each other. <laughs> that was just we're just gonna look at each other for a second and then decide we're gonna almost kiss oh yeah we got to fight now that's called testosterone <laughs> I, I mean it would have been more believable if before they almost kissed if katana would have just looked flatly into Liu kang's unfeeling eyes and said <laughs> yum yum give me some before she leaned in. <laughs> Jade, Jade oh. was really, really, really bad too. Like there yeah. was scenes where, yeah. like Luke King's like, "Why did you do this?" And she looks at the camera with like crazy eyes, and she's like, <laughs> it, was, "It was so easy." I'm like, what, "What's happening right now?" That that reminded me of so in in our very first episode of of the Bottom Shelf, we reviewed Plan Nine from Outer Space, and there's a graveside scene where they're doing a funeral, and the pastor keeps looking into the camera, like this awkward like. <laughs> craning his neck he's like it's supposed to be like looking one direction he's like turning all the way to the left we gather here today <laughs> to remember these people i'm like that's what that was the same vibe i was getting from jade right yeah. there it was just like yeah. she's like where's the camera look at me <laughs> there's a reason this lady stopped acting after this movie it's because nobody would hire her <laughs> is that, is that the, i wish she would have stopped like, acting before this movie what, what um, kevin <laughs> Was that the one you talk about? Her, um, the one who played Jade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. They only hired her for her body and her looks because um, why would you put someone in a bikini in the snow right there with a spear? I mean, they're like, we only hire you for one thing, you know. And you want to talk about a mishandling of a property too? Just the way they use Jade in this, it, it, it just felt like an afterthought to me right. because she had no yeah. purpose in this movie. None. At all. What? What did her? What purpose did her character? Did the character? So you have to actress, out of this movie, the, the and you're like, oh, okay. The character itself, and legit, this is part of what ticks me off, is because there's a lot of great lore in Mortal Kombat itself. Mm-hmm. Jade was like best friends with Melina, who is the, again, the, uh, the cloned sister of Katana. So there's a lot of relationship. There's like, there, there's a whole family unit here, and we're not even talking about it. And it's just, everything's just thrown in there and thrown out, out the door. And there's so much they could have done, so much richness they could have done with this entire movie. What, just within that dynamic of having Jade, Melina, and uh, Katana on the screen with, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, the mom. What's the character's name? Does anybody remember? Uh, Sindel. Sindel. Sindel, yeah. yeah. Whole thing they could have done with that, it would have been a really interesting story that takes place and out the window. Mm-hmm. So, so we spend the entire movie thinking... All right, we've got Sindel, who we assume at first is under some sort of spell or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we have this touching moment where Kitana's like, oh, I always dreamed of us being together. Psych, I'm not really under a spell. I just really don't like you. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> we have the big fight, and now all of a sudden she's off of the spell. That turns out, okay, take back. We, she actually was under a spell. Mm-hmm. And 
at the end of the movie, everyone's walking arm in arm and all happy, including the psycho mom that has been trying to kill them the entire movie. It was like, we're, we're, we're going to be okay with her just like going on. Yay. That, that, yeah. That's all it took. There's going to be some, there's going to be some family counseling. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I, so John, I have a question earlier in the, in the not spoiler free. I mentioned the fact uh, that uh, Lightfoot played um, night, uh, night wolf. You, you seem to have some issues with the care. I'm assuming the character itself, which by the way, the scene was ridiculous. I just appreciate that, that Lightfoot actually played an, a native American, a native American played a native American character. So what, what's your issue besides the fact the scene was ridiculous. He was unnecessary. Yeah. His purpose in this movie, he had a total of maybe, maybe five minutes screen time. Mm -hmm. And the reason why Liu Kang was sent to see him was completely superfluous to the pot. Mm -hmm. I mean, plot. There was no reason. (laughs) There was no reason for any of it because nothing he did in the, in his quote trials came back in this movie. And quite frankly, I remember him. I remember Liu Kang saying, I've only faced two trials. Did anybody see him complete a third trial for the rest of the movie? Nope. It, it was, uh, it was just fighting. A complete, the emperor was the third trial, but it, it's like, it's just a complete, no, they said he had to, he had to go through three trials before he could fight the emperor. Oh, then yeah, yeah there, he there was three. Mm-hmm. There, there was three. They just didn't mention it. The first time when he met him, he, he was, he was stopping the camera from attacking him. i'm glad you said that bro because that the whole entire time i'm watching this i'm like he's fighting the camera yeah they they didn't have enough budget to fake a animal attack (laughs) using an actual they didn't even have to cgi this now they have trained animals in hollywood where they can be like just give keywords to the animal to tell it what to do right Mm -hmm. you you can pay them in kibbles and bits and they couldn't even afford, you know, to they do had, that. They had they had the animal to do the jump over the camera shot. So why didn't they have it to do a fight shot? I, I don't know. But uh, who did they pay to write back in Sub Zero and Scorpion? Okay, so that's a different Sub Zero, which legitimately in in the third game you meet him. He's a completely different Sub Zero. It's his brother. Okay, Scorpion so they took the, is, one of the guys. They took one of the guys who was like the firebenders from the last airbender and put him in this, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> he has the same scar. I gave you that. And then Scorpion, um, legitimately, he's undead. So he doesn't, he can't just die. Um, that was one of my complaints yeah. about the first movie was like the sudden, like spontaneous combustion he does in that movie. Um, but so technically that made sense. I was actually mad that they didn't do more with that Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. so much... So okay. many characters, so much wasted potential in this no, movie. No, I, I don't know a lot about Mortal Kombat lore, but wasn't there like a whole mm-hmm. backstory between that Sub-Zero and Smoke? Like, weren't they buddies before he was a programmed robot or something like that? I don't know. Possibly. Because there was, there was for a brief moment in time, there was a Mortal Kombat cartoon. cartoon. Mm-hmm. And the Sub-Zero in that cartoon was the Sub-Zero from this movie. And the one episode I watched was him talking to Raiden about how he and smoke used to be friends or, or respected each other mm-hmm. and vowed to never fight each other in combat until he got programmed into a robot. Right. And, and so he was like having feelings about I'm fighting this guy that I promised not to fight. That's a possibility. I mean, yeah. I mean, he did drop the line in the movie that uh, smoke was, was after him until um, he had been reprogrammed to chase after Katana. That's right. a good possibility. Yeah, it sounds like a cool plot, like cool storyline. Yeah, 
that's not saying a lot, Mike, because <laughs> you know there, I, I there are movies that have been I. The Last Airbender had a better plot than this movie. <laughs> okay, fair you know point. I like Sonya Blade in this movie better than the last one. That's my boo, opinion. sir. Boo. Okay, whatever. She looked she looked more like someone that actually would punch, kick, and be tough compared to the last one. The last one looked like she could never. She did look tougher. Push a pencil. She did seem yeah, tougher. She looked tougher. I am, I I am like curious as to what kind of uh, clothing she had. The fact that it got so clean so quickly after rolling around in mud. It was Scot- yes. Her her clothes was Scotch guarded, bro. That, that, that's some amazing <laughs> Scotch guard. I'm gonna have to go down and find some at Kroger because that was, I mean, that was amazing. I got, I got podcast, some camps coming up soon, so I just need to protect my clothing. This podcast <laughs> is not uh, endorsed by Kroger, although if anybody out there from Kroger would like to sponsor our podcast, our lines <laughs> are open. Say no. <laughs> because we we like groceries and gas. Yeah. yeah. They, they, Mostly they, gas they right decided, now. But. They decided to skip the part where um, what Sonya Bladen and Jax took a shower and got shampooed up and cleaned up after being in the mud and fighting. I mean, they she all, said something about finding a river, but oh, yeah. no yeah, river is going to make find you a that river. clean. That's how they wrote it off real quick. Yeah, like oh, <laughs> that's like 1950s style writing. There's a, <laughs> there's a scene where Jax and uh, Sonia are they're escaping they're escaping the building where they fought Cyrax, I think, and yeah. um, it, there's a scene of them running and then out two, in front of the two, green screen. <laughs> two second, yeah, two seconds later. They're flying through the air, and there's an explosion behind them. Right, like yeah. it, it, the scene cuts so quick, and it, <laughs> it it looks like a mistake. It looks like a legit mistake. Like there's a whole like 15 seconds of a scene missing. It's right, terrible. Yeah. Just like they up. forgot to finish the scene where they get up, look back, and just walk away or something. They just like okay, they just jump away from the green screen fire, and then next scene, they're just walking. He's like, wait, what? What happened here? <laughs> no so... cuts? No bruises? No discussions? Like, hey, hey wow, we, we survived. Something? Nothing? <laughs> it's so bad. Can we Maybe talk they're about... just concussed. You know, they, ju- they forgot about it. They're like having momentary memory <laughs> loss. <laughs> Can we talk about James Raymer's um, spin into the scene? Like, after he loses his powers, <laughs> yes. this awkward, like, like rolling yeah. in like Sonic the Hedgehog and yes. then just like, hello there. I'm like, what is happening? General Kenobi. I mean, <laughs> like, what are hey you guys, talking about, dude? Ra- so Raiden? when, yeah, Raiden, Raiden he, with the after he loses his powers and he spins in and like, he's just like, like, what was that green screen effect that took place? I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't understand uh, well, it. Where's Raiden? Oh, there he is. It <laughs> 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 flips in the air. <laughs> oh my gosh i what the one thing i don't understand is when sindel is like laughing and then she starts spinning in a circle with her hands up i oh, thought she was turning yeah. into wonder woman <laughs> i thought i thought we were in a different movie i thought she was getting possessed she okay. reminded me of a power rangers bad guy <laughs> <laughs> like the way she laughed and the, even shao yeah. khan I was like, is that Lord Zed and Rita? Oh, bro. <laughs> Thank bro, you. That, that, was, that was what I wanted to say earlier. Uh, speaking of uh, Shao Kahn, the emperor, mm-hmm. it, it, it's good to see that Slaw still getting work from the Goonies. Because <laughs> <laughs> tell me that guy did not look like Slaw when he took his mask off. Just oh, yeah. <laughs> I needed him to keep baby, that on the entire time. Baby Ruth? <laughs> that, like, that's, <laughs> his voice like, 
His voice he is like, so weird. I'm I'm sitting there looking at the guy. He's got one eye like normal, right? And then the other one's down in the middle of his cheek. I'm like, what? <laughs> what yeah. is going on here? I I don't yeah. understand. He, look, he looking, looked he so looked weird. like Jason in the he looked like the kid Jason in the first Friday the Thirteenth movie. Yeah, is yeah. what he looked like. Mm-hmm. And he and the, he never played. I'm looking at his filmography and like he's done a lot. But Has he? He's done a whole lot of work, but it's all like bit roles. Like he's he's credited for a he's credited for a hundred and six different uh, titles and uh, several several appearances in different TV shows. Um, so he's done a lot of work, but it, like I don't remember him in anything. Like I don't. I, yeah. So I wish I work. didn't remember him in this movie. <laughs> like the most the, the biggest thing I think he probably did was that he was one of the punks that got beat up in Terminator. Oh, for that's the it. first one. Oh. Yeah. He was one of the punks that got beat up in the opening um, scenes of Terminator, and that's all he's that I recognize him or that I can see that was a big deal. But like, just keep the mask on, dude, and that would have helped the sell the story a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Have have you ever seen that meme of uh, that of him in the full like Shao Kahn costume with the doll mask and everything? And Uh it was it was around the time when the the most recent Mortal Kombat movie came out. And it was just a picture of that, and then the title said, "I'd like two tickets for the Mortal Kombat movie, please." <laughs> <laughs> Again, it felt like Spirit Halloween wanted to sponsor them, but they said, "No, we're too yeah. good for you, Spirit Halloween." <laughs> right? And Spirit Halloween's yeah. like, oh, "Okay, if you say so." So, I, I th- basically what we're resounding here is there is an art to being able to self-edit. Instead yes. of instead of taking one or two characters and really fleshing out a plot, they basically just took all the characters and just threw them on the table and said, "There's your story." Yeah. Um, and that's what that felt like. Like if they had the ability to self-edit a bit and develop with less, I think this would have been a much better movie. But as, as a result, all it was was just a kid. Like I don't know if any of you have. I know Branson has kids. Mike, you just recently got married. If I'm listening to your podcast correctly. Two years ago. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think you and Mo have kids yet. Do you? Not yet. Okay. So the only person out of all of us who has kids is Branson, but I don't know if you have any younger relatives uh, who are like three-year-old boys who just come up and just keep showing you their individual action figures. That's yeah. all this movie was. It was a yes, three-year-old showing you their action figures. Look what this one can do when I push the switch on his back. He's got the Kung Fu grip yes. and he goes like this and he can punch a guy like that. And this other guy, you know, and that's, that is an accurate description. Yes. Yeah. That's <laughs> the movie. Agree. Yeah. That's the plot. Is that why I took the metal arms off of Jack's? Exactly. And he's got <laughs> Look, it has detachable arms. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to understand why he even had metal arms in the first place. Because mm. that's what his character has in the video game. Yeah. So is his metal arms? Um, I thought his that was like replacing his previous arms or something. They were supposed just... to in the like that's that's always been the thing in the game was that like he lost his arms somehow. Yeah. And this was uh-huh. I guess they were just really fancy sleeves he was wearing. Yeah. was supposed to increase his muscle capacity, like a... but you had Raiden who had this whole thing about you have to believe in yourself. Well, he's not going to win a fight with a centaur if he has no arms. So instead <laughs> of making them arm replacements, we're going to make them super sleeves. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Can you, can you imagine 
like if he were to take off his arms and there was just stumps there, bro, I, I, I'd be <laughs> yes. there for that fight. I got I all just, I need right here. There, there is a, right there is a character in, in Marvel comics. I think it's a Marvel, maybe DC that his superpower was removing his arms and beating people with them. Like that was his thing. And I kind of wanted that to happen in this. That would have made the movie better if Jax just ripped off one of his arms and then beat the the centaur with it. I think I'm thinking of the same one you're talking about. (laughs) The only Marvel written character that was like that. It was like a couple of comics and not very much. Yeah. (laughs) I'd read it. (laughs) Sorry. So does anybody have anything, uh, any other spoiler points they want to make on this, on this movie? So, you know, he could do the Buzz Lightyear on that with the <laughs> take his arms off. <laughs> I miss this nitpick. How does this movie end? I don't even remember. Um, it ends with men jumping. Okay, it does. They, okay? It ends with people jumping around. Raiding like, gets his powers back. Uh, uh, Luke, Luke King, King beats, beats the Emperor. Yeah, and the Elder Gods. The the one of the only good part of the movie is is when the emperor for some reason loses his immortality. So he's just a regular guy. So it's emperor versus or, or Shao Zong or whatever his name is versus Liu Kang. The elder gods show up and they say the fate of this will be, will be determined as it should always be. I and remember mortal that. combat. And you have mortal go, go, combat. Go, go. <laughs> and then big fight scene. Liu yeah. Kang, Liu Kang wins. Uh, Raiden becomes an elder god. Yeah. Okay. Super happy ending. Blah. Now, okay. okay. As the resident Lovecraftian geek here, why you guys say that? I say I love Lovecraft. Why you gotta make yourself just a super long title? Or, okay, or, Kevin. Just say gonna, I love I'm, Lovecraft. I'm gonna sew. I'm gonna sew your lips together while you're sleeping. I just want you to know that. Okay. Whatever. Um, who cares? Just say I love Lovecraft. No, no. I'm I'm making a point, and of course you. They make your Kevin, point. I would if you'd shut your lips. Hurry up. Make it. What I'm trying to say is, as the resident Lovecraft geek, I was mad when they kept saying Elder Gods, and then they finally showed up, and I did not see Cthulhu. <laughs> oh, good, yeah, good point. Yeah, no one doesn't care about you and your Lovecraftian yeah. thing. Okay? That's what an Elder God is, yeah. brother. Who cares? <laughs> you put Godzilla. Godzilla could triumph over a stupid co- fake Godzilla Cthulhu thing. Whatever, bro. That's your butt talking because your mouth knows better. <laughs> yeah, the money shows. I fell asleep. If Khan at the is so end. freaking powerful, why doesn't he do any of this work himself? If Khan is so powerful, even because... Raiden dip knows it, and he like dips. I was like, "Yep, yeah, bye. I'll pray for you. Bye. I'm not <laughs> doing anything else." <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to the rating system here, because uh, I'm trying to get to the uh, weak connections before Dallas has to dip on us. So. uh Branson, why don't you go ahead and explain the rating system to our listeners, and we'll go ahead and get down to the brass tacks. All right. Here at the bottom shelf, we have a rating system, how we rate all of our movies that we review. First, we have the top shelf. Top shelf means we have no idea why this movie was rated as bad. It is awesome. Everyone should see it. We're buying a copy of it right now. So should you. Then we have the middle shelf. Middle shelf is uh, it's not as good as it could be, but you know what? It's it's better than most people give it credit for. I'll throw it in the player every once in a while just to enjoy something. It's it's all right. Bottom shelf is yeah, it's bad. The bad rating is warranted. A couple of people might like this, but it's really a bad movie. And then there's the dumpster fire. The dumpster fire is no human being should see this ever. 
Why does it exist? It should not. And once it goes here, we will never speak of it again. And that's our ratings for the bottom shelf. All right, Branson. Well, being as you are the one talking, why don't you go ahead and give us your rating for this movie? How should we categorize this film? Dumpster fire. Period. No explanation. Just <laughs> no, it was terrible. It was terrible. I, 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 out of out of context here, I had to spend money to rent this movie, and I oh. it was a waste of money. It was terrible. There was nothing redeeming about it. It would have been better for me to have never seen it at all, so at least I could have a couple of good things to remember about the first movie. It's terrible. Or, or the or what you actually spent the money on instead. Yes, exactly. Exactly. My four for four at Wendy's would have been more entertaining, more filling, and more meaningful than this movie. It is a dumpster fire. All right. Kevin, how are you placing this film? Middle shelf. What? I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I I, I, I understand the point of anything in this movie. I mean, everything, everything, everything in this movie is preposterously stupid. Every way you can see it. I mean, I absolutely hated everything in this film. John A. Leander, whatever your name is, I don't know how you say it, but the fact that you're getting more directing films, I hate you and I think you should suck. You should just stop. Someone should fire you, burn you. I don't care. Just stick with cinematography because it's the only thing you know in films. Just stop making films. Dumpster fire. Okay. Uh, Mike, uh, top, how top what? shelf, baby? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Dumpster <laughs> fire. Uh, there's nothing redeemable about this movie. It's just it. it I don't enjoy it at <clears> all. <throat> like, um, I would recommend you if if you anybody has time to check out like any YouTube review of this is is typically more entertaining than the movie itself. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a dumb dumpster fire for sure. Uh. <laughs> Dallas, are you going to follow the mode or are you going to surprise us? Before I answer, I do want to say this for you, John. Uh, there is an elder god in Mortal Kombat named Set, uh, Cetrion, and her headdress is called, it's a crown, it's called the Shub Ligaroth, which Shub apparently. Ligaroth? Yeah, which is from Lovecraftian fiction, is my understanding. So um, that's, that's their, their, there is a, a nod to Cthulhu. Somewhere in the in the mythos for you, not enough. Not but enough. Go for, ahead. Go I got ahead. You. What, so yeah, thank you for shutting John up because you know <laughs> he's, 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 he's shut up every once in a while. So also, Brent, I'm working on PayPaling you four dollars to reimburse you. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, PayPal beam too. So I'm going to rate this as a uh, middle shelf. No, I'm not. Dumpster fire. Throw it in there. And burn it. I don't want to remember ever again. Um. Awesome. Uh. So going into my rating. Um, time I, for the weak connection. I, 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 I put a lot of thought in this and. <laughs> okay. How much thought you put into this? I'm sorry. Tell us all about your thoughts. John. Did somebody slip Kevin some MDMA? <laughs> anyway, uh, um, I had some thoughts on this and I had to make some comparisons, but I am fairly, con- I am fairly certain that this might be the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, by comparison to other movies that we have watched, I started thinking about it. Would I rather watch this or, and I can honest- honestly say I would rather watch Velocipaster than this movie. I would right. rather watch Fatal Deviation than this movie. I would rather watch The Last Airbender Oh, then this movie. No, I agree with you there. Yep. And then I thought about, 
Then I thought about the movie that I have said that I will never watch again ever as the, my most hated movie of all times. Showgirls. And I would rather, I would rather watch the mist than this movie. Whoa. I've got lots of thoughts about that one. Okay, there you go. <laughs> we already know dumpster fire. Okay. Let's get to the weak connection. So yes, this is the dumpster fieriest dumpster fire that I can dumpster fire. Yes. Okay. So let's go on to weak connections and somebody say something about Jesus, because if I don't, I'm... <laughs> Jesus is fantastic. So from us here at the bottom shelf, we rate this movie a strangely disputed. No, there is no, dis- no, there is, there no is no dispute. We, it's I, thought completely... Kevin said, I thought Kevin said something else. No, he, he said, no, I said just be funny. Okay. He said dumpster fire. All right. So uh, this is undisputed dumpster fire. Mm. I think this might be the first undisputed dumpster. No. Airbender was a undisputed, undisputed. dumpster fire. Yep. Yeah. All right. Weak connection time. This is a weak connection. All right. Welcome to the weak connection section of the podcast that we have lifted from our friends over at strangers and aliens, where we seek to find some spiritual truths that could possibly redeem whatever movie we have watched. I personally don't feel that this movie is redeemable in any aspect. I am fairly concerted that it has committed the uh, un- unpardonable sin. But if anybody has any ideas as far as a re- some kind of redeeming message we can get from it, by all means, step up to the microphone. I do have one thing. Uh, Romans 12, verse 10, love one another with brotherly affection. At the very end of the movie, when Raiden's about to go off to be an elder god, he looks at this ragtag group of characters and says, you're a family now. Look after each other. When we become followers of Jesus Christ, we become family with people that are very, very different from us, but they are family. And as followers of Christ, we are brought into the family of Christ, the body of Christ, and we are called to look out for each other. You know, Jesus said the way that they know you're my disciples is the way you love one another. Mm. So we've got people that are from all different walks of life, completely different cultures, but because we're all followers of Jesus, we are in one family. And we are supposed to treat each other as such. And that is the only thing I could pull from this movie that was anywhere remotely redeemable. Nice. Cool. Dallas, do you have anything you usually do? Yeah, I'm coming out of uh, Romans 12, 4 for uh, just as each one of us uh, has one body, many, many members, and these members do not have uh, the same function. And there's more to that, but I, my Bible's not opening up correctly. But uh, basically, uh, everyone, it was, they, it was alluded to, everyone in the, in the movie all the all the defenders of earth played a part they all had a role they had to play they had to fulfill in the mission of, of protecting earth and um in life we all have our own individual roles that we bring and we're all very different i mean even this podcast uh the five of us we're all very different individuals we have some similarities we're all here because we 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 as much as we complain we all enjoy these terrible movies we watch sometimes um and that's that's the that's the mission but we all have our own parts to play we all bring our own thoughts our own feelings to it our own uh special attitudes at times and and that's just how life is and we need to learn to appreciate the fact that everyone has their own spot their own their own role and um there are things that other people can do that are so much better than you and you need to be okay with that at the same time there are things that you can do that only you'll be able to do there are only people there are people that only you'll be able to reach out to that only you will be able to encourage that uh i won't I won't be able to do that because I don't speak their language and I'm not just speaking like, you know, foreign languages, but like just face to face, there's certain things or way that you communicate that I just don't get. 
And that's special about you. And there is a mission that you have ahead of you to accomplish. And we're all in this together to reach people and let them know they love and they're cared for that, that God loves them. And so that's my weak connection. Mike, Kevin, you guys got anything? Nothing. I got nothing. All right. That is totally fine by me. Let's go ahead and shut this episode down. Kevin, where can people find you on the internet to show you love as people should love you? Because you are a handsome, handsome man. And you're wearing a hat that says love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, um, find me on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. That's the Deprimate Reviews. I am now I'm part of board of being the Infinite Film Critics of America. So my voice kind of matters. So, yeah, I agree with everyone. So they, they, they matter for me, too. So, yeah, I don't know what else. And you can find that independent film crit, or independent critics of America.org. Uh, for yeah, more information, that's right. yeah, right. it'll be in the show notes. Check show notes. Dallas, where can people find you on the interwebs? Yeah, you can find me at geekdevotions.com where you'll find links to all of our social media, our various podcasts where we do uh, various things. We have uh, We Read Allegedly, which is a podcast where they supposedly read books. Uh, some people listen to books and they talk about them. Uh, we have this podcast, we have Com Talk, which is kind of a hodgepodge of different things. From just geek talk to some serious uh, mental health conversations to some spiritual conversations to comic book conversations to music conversations and then a secret project that's on the way to that same RSS feed. And of course, uh, YouTube. That's our, our our main thing is every Friday we put out devotions designed to let people know love and they're cared for uh, using geek culture. And we encourage you guys to check that out. YouTube.com forward slash geek devotions. Question. Would that secret project be like making a special um, fan base Mortal Kombat 2 movie? Just like remaking it? That could be fans? a new project. Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> try that. I'll let you uh, start writing that out with all your infinite free time. <laughs> um, all right, Branson, where can I, people come and love and adore you and light <laughs> candles to your name? <laughs> and wash his feet. <laughs> no, please not. Please no. I don't want to subject you to that. Uh, I have or stab a, your friends with a fencing foil. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you too. At two, John. At two, John. <laughs> okay, when I'm not it was killing an people, by with, the way. Yeah, when I'm not killing people with broken blades, uh, I've got a quarter of Com Talk called Bees Views and Reviews, where I rate and review faith-based, family-friendly comics, and I promote the creators that make them. If you have a faith-based, family-friendly comic that you would like me to promote. You can email me at branson.boykin at gmail.com, or you can contact me through Geek Devotion social media. I'm usually out there somewhere. I've got another project hit to set to hit in September that I'm really excited about. Getting a lot of help for that. I am and too. That's going to be awesome. I'm pretty hyped I, about it. I, I'm excited. I'm excited. I was uh, very slow to actually start on it at first, but a lot of people pushed me. Uh, actually, a lot of people on this podcast pushed me to start it. So uh, the more I work on it, the more I get excited about it. But anyhow, uh, that's pretty much me. I'm going to be on a uh, Call of Cthulhu one shot for playing games with strangers here in a little while. Uh, yeah, that's me. All right. And the big man, the guy that is on here that I fanboy over his projects. Mike, why don't you let us know uh, where people can find your podcast and be inspired to start their own movie podcasts? Sure. Uh, so we got the boomstick video club. You can find us at, um, at boomstick video on everything, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, if you want to listen to our full archive, you can go to boomstick.video. Our producer is Mr. Dave Clements. 
if you want to just follow me, I am half the mic on everything. Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. I uh, I post pictures of my VHS. Uh, and yeah, I just want to uh, say thank you to you guys. You guys are were very kind and awesome. And I, I had a good time being on the show. And I just, I appreciate y'all. And we appreciate having you. And I we hope to have you back on future episodes. I would sure. love to. I would love to. Why half a mic? No, why not a full mic? That's a good, I get that a lot. I, I was in a band called Half the Fight. And uh, I just, that's that's my personal page. I changed it to half the mic. Okay. Right. I thought you could only afford half a mic because maybe you should just throw some Patreon money over to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with me, you can find me at Playing Games with Strangers. We read allegedly. Uh, Primitive Rhythm Machine is going away, but I have a new project in the works. Uh, with Mr. Dave Clements, who you've heard us reference several times. Um, you can also find me playing Nick Foster with, uh, supersonic pod comics. And I am in a band called mezzanine. So go ahead and check us out on the face space. We have, uh, recently gotten our, uh, mixed and mastered demo back. That was mixed by the guy who does all the production for Rottweiler records, uh, because I had the uh, connection. Sean? No, uh, Sean was the guy who uh, I, I interviewed him for my other podcast that just recently ended, oh, Primitive Rhythm nice. Machine. And Very he nice. pointed me he pointed me in the direction of his producer and said, check them out. Because we had a demo recorded, but the mix and master was awful. And he said, send them over there. He'll set you up. Gotcha. Very cool. So... Uh, that being said, we certainly hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Please like, rate, and subscribe on whatever platform that you're listening to this on. That helps us with the algorithms and puts us in front of like-minded individuals who might just enjoy the show just as much as you do and possibly and be get sure to go to GeekCon where you can see all these lovely people because John will be there as a dungeon master man with his, you know, cloak and dice and all the other stuff he likes to wear. Why you got to be like that, Kevin? I figured all of you be dressed up. <laughs> is, Branson, are you going to be dressed up as an elf or something? Maybe. Okay. I hadn't decided yet. Or the fake Godzilla thing. Kevin, Whatever. I'm going right. to I'm going to cosplay as Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to cosplay as Kevin. I'm we need more dapper men in this world. I'm going to show up as a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just be careful. Somebody might throw a burlap sack over your head. <laughs> At any rate, um, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, good night. <laughs> <laughs>